0: I forgot to take my headset off I was in the middle of taking it off when the cameras came back on I'm going to have to time that a little bit better How is everybody doing this evening? Welcome back to uh, my patio I'm excited to be streaming from the patio again This is exciting to be able to jump on when I get ready to jump on But tonight I got uh, a great topic for you guys the, the angry black woman. Now, I had intended on having some male guests to give their perspective. However, uh, the fellas were a little busy uh, this evening. So you guys get the beautiful KO all to yourself this evening. And so we are going to talk about um, the angry black female. Hey, Casey. Hey, darling. How are you? Yes, I'll give a little bit of time for everybody to jump on before um, I get into talking about um, why I decided to do this show. So can y'all hear me okay? Hey, Valerie, how are you? Welcome, welcome. I'm excited to get y'all's perspectives on this, on the angry black woman uh, tonight. I hope this is going to be a good show. It should be a good one. I'm sharing my perspective. I'm going to give my viewpoint and then... um, See what y'all think about it. What y'all think about. And I've also been playing with some other little features on my new um streaming platform. Can y'all see at the bottom there is streaming across the title of the show? So I'm having a little fun. So we'll give we'll give everybody a few more minutes to come on and get some more folks in. I hope y'all are already poured up. I got my water and my wine. And thank you, Daphne. I don't know if Daphne is, is tuning in. I'm finishing off my bottle of 19 Crimes that Daphne gave me. Along with staying hydrated with some water. But anyway, a reason why I wanted to talk about um, the angry black woman is because here recently, I've had um, a couple of instances where I had to deal with uh what I perceived to be um an angry black woman what did you say child I have been the angry black bitch too many times in the military well I'm we're gonna we're gonna talk about that because you know what in preparation for this show um what I did was while I was out and about Whenever I was somewhere around a group of people, I was always asking um, their perspective on the angry black woman. And so you would be surprised the different. Um, I'm sure you wouldn't be surprised, but I got I got several different um viewpoints and perspectives on the angry black woman and so i really want to talk about those tonight and and see what you guys think because i myself uh i've i've dealt with it all my life Ooh, excuse me being um seen as the angry black woman so i i get what you're saying like it's 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 something we deal with on a regular basis and a lot of the women that i talked to and i asked about their perspective um on the angry black woman they kind of felt like you know like i said is it truth or myth of course most of the women said it was a myth because we feel like um we're misunderstood as opposed to being angry so yeah it, it, it I got a lot of different perspectives, but I want to, I want to go back. I don't want to jump around too much. I want to go back to my reason for actually doing this because uh, a a couple of weeks ago I had the opportunity to um, meet a very nice group of, of black women, really nice group of black women. And we were having a conversation and during that conversation, one of the ladies, um, expressed herself about an issue that uh, she had had at work. And at that time I had said, you know, I, when she finished, I was like, I'm going to let you finish. And then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a different perspective on that. But I didn't. I I, I ended up not um, sharing my perspective. And the more I thought about it, the more I decided I really want to do a show on this. And that's why I decided to uh to, to, to do this because I felt like I should have shared my uh, my perspective with her because sometimes, you know, like this is what this show is about. It's about opening up your mind and being able to see things from a different viewpoint. And that's the only way we can grow. And, and I really felt like the situation that she was describing and she was talking about was something that she really needed to be open to seeing um, a different viewpoint from. And, and I should have shared my perspective, and I didn't. So I want to I share my perspective on that tonight. But before we go into that, I also want to talk about, because one of the things as I was going around and asking was, everybody has a different definition of what an angry Black woman is. And so for the purpose of this show, I wanted to give the definition that I'm going to be using. So when I say I'm talking about an angry uh, black woman, my definition of the word angry is feeling or showing strong annoyance or displeasure or hostility. That's what I mean when I say anger, because I know a lot of times, you know, and I I heard this a lot from women. It's not that we were angry, we're emotional. So I'm not talking about that emotional side. I am talking about the definition of angry, which is expressing a feeling or showing strong annoyance displeasure or hostility so that's what i mean when i'm talking about so you you put that adjective or that description in front of black woman and that's what i mean when i say an angry black woman so because everybody has a different perspective and definition and even though i'm i'm using that standard definition of angry and i can admit that throughout my life i have been definitely perceived as an angry black woman, I can agree with this definition. I can agree with feeling or showing strong annoyance or displeasure or hostility as a definition for the angry black woman. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cause everybody has a different definition. So I want to make sure as we as we're talking and we're going along, you know, this is what I mean by it. And so with that being said, I'm going to, I'm going to share y'all, um, share with y'all the conversation that I overheard. And so we were, we were kind of talking and, um, can't really remember how we got on, uh, how we got on the subject, but she wanted to share, um, an experience that she had at work. And she started off with saying, you know, you may not agree with me, but, um, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a upfront, you know, I believe in confronting people. If I hear that, you know, especially at work, if I've heard that someone has said something bad about me or they dislike me or something, she was like, I'm going to confront them and find out why that they feel the way they feel. And she was like, you know, you may not agree with me, you know, agree with doing that or not, but I feel like that's something that I have to do. And so, you know, and one time I overheard A person had, you know, she said she'd overheard a person had said something negative about her and she felt like it was her responsibility to go and confront that person about what they had said and why they had said it. And so she felt that she was justified in doing that because she felt as a black woman, um, you can't allow people to make derogatory remarks about you. And, and especially in, in especially and this is what she felt, especially if it was a white person. And so she felt like, OK, you know, here this white person is saying something negative about me. I need to get to the bottom of it, of why they felt that way and why they said what they said about me. And so the other ladies that were listening to the conversation who were also black um, were in agreements. Uh, with her. And they were like, yes, you know, you, you showed her, you know, I bet she, you know, she'll show you more respect the next time. And I'm, and I'm listening and I'm thinking to myself, no, that that person is not going to show her any more respect because she confronted them on what they felt or they said. And, and her stance was as a black woman, she was setting an example for other black women or young black women coming before her. And it was important to her that others knew you can't just talk about or treat a black woman any type of way. You have to show them respect. And that was her standpoint and her reason behind always approaching people and being direct and want to know why they felt the way that they felt. And so as I was listening and as as the other ladies were agreeing with her and, you know, a couple of times and I was like, no, that that didn't garner. Like, in my opinion, that didn't garner um, respect. It didn't change the other person's perspective of her. Like none of that transpired. In my mind, what I saw was I'm pretty sure they perceived you as an angry black woman, but in her mind, her perception was she was setting an example of how you're supposed to treat a black woman and it is unacceptable to make that type of comment or derogatory comment about herself or another black woman, especially coming from a white person. And so I just, I couldn't, I couldn't agree with that perspective. Did I understand the perspective? 100%. Because I've dealt with it. I've been there. I've been that angry black person in the, in, in the workplace. And so one of the things, and, and, and I'm, I'm kind of jumping ahead a little bit, because one of the things, when I talk about the angry black woman, you really have to look at it from two different perspectives, the first perspective is like I was talking about is from a professional standpoint because we have all dealt with in the workplace being labeled as the angry black woman. Yes. Yes. Kay. Her intentions, I can say her intentions may have been good, but her actions, not so much. Yes. I 100% agree with you. But the reason why I say this, I, we want to look at it. I want to look at it from two different perspectives because one we've dealt with it, uh, in the workplace, we deal with it every day on a professional level in the workplace. It's something I still struggle with uh, on a regular basis in the workplace. And then also when it comes to relationship and and with men, and and this is really interesting, something I found out about that, but I really wanna start with talking about um, from the professional standpoint because that's where we started. And, And she gave the example from a professional standpoint and so I, I agree, hey Kim, welcome. I, I agree she had good intentions, but here's my thing. And, and you know, this show is all about being open to a different perspective, okay? And we as women, especially black women, we 100% always feel like we are entitled to our opinions. And no one can tell us that we are right or wrong about our opinions. Welcome, Stalia. Thank you for joining, darling. And and, and we're 100% entitled to our opinions, okay? And and you can't, you, please, if you find a black woman that says that she is not entitled to her opinion, you let me know, because I haven't met one yet, okay? But sometimes as black women, although we feel like we're entitled to our opinion, we're quick to dismiss other people's opinion, okay? And so... I agree that her intentions may have been good in the aspect that she didn't want that negative um, persona about her out there. However, that person had the right to have a negative opinion if, if, if that's what she had. So who are you to want to confront that person over how they felt? like you can't force everybody to like you. And even if they don't like you and you may or may not have done anything to even cause that person um, not to like you, but who are you to say they don't have a right to? So that was kind of my issue with approaching that person. Hey, Terry, welcome with Uh, approaching that person in that way. And that's something going back to the definition. Let's let's, let's go back to to the definition that I mentioned earlier of feeling or showing strong annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. That's showing a strong dislike or issue with just because that person decided that they did or did not like you. And who are you to say that they can and cannot do that? So that's why you're perceived as that angry black woman. And so can you say that that person is not justified in saying that about you? Just because you feel like that's not who you are? But it's not based on who you feel you are. It's based on the other person's perception. And that's what we miss sometimes. Because I used to say all the time, I don't understand why people see me as the description I got most was intimidating and aggressive. And I never understood it because I'm like, I'm just me, you know? Yeah, I may be a little straightforward. I may be a little blunt, but you know, why are you labeling me, um, aggressive and why are you labeling me angry? I don't understand and how you can see me in that light. But once I really took a step back and really looked at my communication skills and how I communicate with people, Could I be honest with myself and say, "Hmm, can I see how they perceived me as showing a strong annoyance, displeasure, or hostility?" Yes, yes, Valerie. I'm very confident, and I'm always blunt. But just because I'm blunt doesn't mean that it's okay for me to be blunt with everybody, whether it. Hurts their feelings and not. And that's what I used to say a lot of times. Like, that's not my fault if you, you know, you all in your feelings about that. But if I don't want to be seen as that angry person, the only person who can change their perspective is me. So it's either I continue to allow them to see me as angry or I take a step back and understand why they perceive me that way. And I attempt to make an effort to change, not because they want me to be different, but because I don't want to be seen as that angry black woman. Hey Terry, you can you hear? Is my voice too strong? I don't know. What you mean by that? Yeah, I feel like I'm losing my voice. But I, 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 it's all in. I guess when you when when people want to label you as that angry black woman in the and I'm 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 talking in the workplace now. It's all in, do you really want them to perceive you in that way? And I've dealt with it all my life, all my life. Every job that I've had, I've had an issue because as Valerie just said, I'm extremely confident. And sometimes my confidence leads to cocky. I can admit that. That's something I had to take a step back and admit. Am I confident? 100%. Can my confidence sometimes come off as cocky? Yeah, because I have a tendency to look down at people if I think you're talking stupid or you said something stupid. And as black women, we do that a lot. Be like, are you for real asking me this? Is this really, you know, what you're saying? So I had to be honest with myself and take a step back and look and say, can I see their perspective? Can I be honest and say, because again, and y'all know I say this a lot. if you continue to have the same problem with different people, the only common denominator is you. And so if everywhere I've gone and every job that I've had, I still get that same comment. Oh yes. Okay. Thank you, darling. I was, I was wondering, I don't have my headset on, so I'm not actually listening to myself. So I wasn't really sure what you were saying. Thank you. Thank you, Terry. But yes. So if, if if that's how they're perceiving me and and, and I don't want to be perceived that way, the only person who can change that is me. And so that's what being on a journey of true self-reflection is about. Can you take a step back and be honest with yourself? And I had to take a step back and be honest. I can be condescending. I can be short as I'm being blunt. Yes, a, a lot of people. A lot of people thought I was intimidated and I used to say whose problem is that? That's not my problem. If you feel like you're intimidated by me, that's not my problem. That's their problem. I used to say that a lot. That was my favorite thing. Uh, yes, we do have a lot of here, <laughs> But yes, I, and that was my, I, literally when I say I've dealt with this all my life, even when I was in nursing school, my director of nursing pulled me into the office to say that the other students were complaining that they were intimidated by me. And I was like, what do you mean intimidated? Like, I haven't said anything to anybody. I don't do anything. Like, what do you mean they're intimidated by me? And she literally said to me, well, Karen, they're intimidated by the way you look. What? That sounds more like a personal problem to me was always my response. I I can't help how I look. I am who I am. I can't change who I am to satisfy other people just because they feel intimidated by who I am. And I felt that way for years. And that was my stance for a very long time. I can't help if you feel intimidated by my confidence and who I am. But then I had to really take a step back and say, you know what? Is my confidence coming off as cocky? Am I confident or am I cocky? Am I confident or am I condescending? Which one is it? Can I see that? Uh, well, I wasn't I wasn't a child, Terry. I mean, it was nursing school. I mean, I was an adult, but I honestly think about it, Terry, because we're family. Think about it. I've even been told that as a child. You think about how the things that they used to say to me when I was little, my confidence has always come off as cocky to people. People have always thought that I presented myself as better than them. And I'd always be like, no, I'm just me. I'm just me. I don't understand why you feel that way. And my attitude always was, that's a personal problem. You have to deal with that. But now, when I go through my journey of self-reflection, I have to be honest with myself and say, was I confident or was I cocky? And I can be honest with myself and say, in the professional setting, a lot of times, especially if you're my manager and I feel like I know more than you, who are you to tell me anything? But then at the same time, as I am showing her that I'm better than you, which is, which is what we do a lot of times. We have to be honest ladies. Let's be honest because sometimes we wonder like, why do they see me as angry? I haven't said nothing. I haven't do, but it's that person's perception. It's that person's perception. Not your perception. It's their perception on how they view you. And they're viewing you as the angry black woman. And the only person that can change that perception is you. And you have to want to change that. And I had to be honest with myself and say, you know what? I can see it. I can see it. But because who it is, I just have to be mindful because it's who I am. It's it's who I am. It's inbred in me. So I just have to be mindful of it now uh, when I'm in the workplace. I did realize that because it's my personality, certain positions within uh, corporate America are not for me. People's perspective is their own reality. You're absolutely right, Valerie. But you have to realize, too, that that perspective does shape your reality a lot of times, especially say if that person is your manager and their perspective of you is that you are an angry black woman. It may be their reality, but their reality shapes your reality. That's the difference. I 100% agree. It's their perception, their reality, their perspective. But that perspective perspective 100% affects you and every other person that comes behind you, every other black woman that comes behind you. That's the difference. That's a lot of things that we wanna be dismissive of. We wanna be dismissive of their perspective, but their perspective does 100% play a part on our reality. So can we be honest about that and accepting of that and view ourselves that way? Cause the only person that can change that perspective is us. So then the next question, once you become aware of it is, do you really wanna change that perspective? Yes or no? So that's your choice. But we have to think about that. So if, and and I say that it, it because if the perspective that we want to or or the legacy that we want to build for those young black women coming up behind us is that we're not angry, we're positive role models in the workflow, in the workplace, then we have to work together to change that perspective. And can you take a step back and be honest and see why they view you that way? Or view us that way. Because think about it. We've even been at work ourselves and seen other black women. we be like, Lord, have mercy. Here she go again. She giving us a bad name. We see it. We see it ourselves. So you have to be honest with yourself and set a different example. Because being aggressive and showing hostility and wanting to confront people and then question why they see us as angry. That's the only people that can change that is us. Yes, yes. We've we've lost jobs. We've lost positions in management. We've we've had a lot of things. And then the main thing we want to say is, oh, if it's a man, then, then, you know, it's, oh, he's an alpha. But because I'm a woman, now I'm a bitch or I'm angry. No, can you really take a step back and see their perspective and why they beat you that way? And again, this is a man's world, period. I don't care what nobody says. Women are always going to be seen differently, regardless of our color. So we can't always do what the guys do. But we got to be honest with ourselves and take a step back and see how people see us. And the only people that can change it is us. And if we want the black woman to be viewed differently, then we have to change that. We have to change that. Welcome, Melissa. Hey, I got new people coming in. Y'all come on in. Welcome. But yeah, we're we're the only ones that can change that, per, that perception of us in the workplace. And so as she was saying that, that's that was going through my mind. Like I've struggled with that all my life, but I understand it now. I understand and I see it now. And so now because I know that's who I am, and that's what I was starting to say earlier. There's certain positions within corporate America that I don't even like. I don't put myself in like management. No, I don't want to be in management. I, I, am I great at at leading people and and project management and getting things together and all that different stuff? One hundred percent. But managing people is not my skill set. I, I I'm not. I don't have the temperament for it. Yes, Tara. Accountability is everything. 100 percent. So I don't even put myself in those type of positions where I've got to deal with people because I know that's how they're going to perceive me no matter how much I try. And I struggle with it. I know it's not my strength. So why keep putting myself in that position? Now I'm content behind the scenes. And guess what I tell my manager? Whatever you want me to do, whatever you need me to do. I tell her all the time, I don't want to be in the forefront. long as you keep me in the back, I'll handle whatever it is you need me to handle. But Karen is not trying to be in the forefront. I'm not trying to deal with it because I know that's my personality and that's who I am. But as long as I'm not in those positions, people don't view me that way. They're like, oh, Karen is great. Oh, she's always helpful. She's always doing it. So I know those management positions, things like that. That's not who it is. That's not who I am. Those things are not good for me. So I stay away from them. So understanding who you are is important, but also how people view you. And we've got to stop blaming it on everyone. We're, we're quick to say it's somebody else's fault than we are to take responsibility. Yes, yes. I, I, and, and I am very confident and I do deal with that a lot because a lot of people, they just don't see me as confident. They they see they see my confidence as cocky. And sometimes I do. And because I'm a take charge type of person, uh, that's something I really struggle with. And so they also see my Confidence is being domineering because I'm like, I'm coming in. Oh, well, let's handle this. Let's get it done. And they see that in a, a negative light when, no, I'm not trying to take over. I'm just trying to come in and make things happen and, and get it and get it done. Yeah. And so, and people just, they don't, they miss that. And so I have to be mindful of it because if you're not mindful of it, oh, excuse me. If you're not mindful of it, then, yeah, people are going to see you. Yes, confidence versus cocky. And I had had to take that step back and realize, yeah, sometimes my confidence does come off as cocky. I have to be honest with myself and say I can see it. I can see that other person's perspective. I can't even lie and pretend like I don't. I 100% see it. And now I have to be accountable for it. I want to pretend and act like that's all their fault. But, no, I see it. I understand it. Cause I can be dismissive and I can be cocky at times. I see it and I understand it. So I have to be aware of it when I deal with people, because if I want them again, it's about their perception. And if we want th- this person to perceive us differently, the only person can change that is us. The only person that can change that is us. And then I want to go to, so next I want to talk about, um, the black the angry black woman from a relationship standpoint. And so you remember when I said and this is really interesting cuz remember when I said that I I kind of went around and I asked both men and women their perception of the angry black woman, okay? Every time I asked a woman, I got oh, the the black woman is misunderstood. We go through so many things. We've had so many trials and tribulations. The black man doesn't support us. They need to understand, you know, we need support. We need this, we need that. And we need these different things. And they really don't understand the plight of the black woman. But here's the funny thing. Every time I asked a man, about their perception of the angry black woman. The majority of them said, I understand the plight of the black woman. I understand her struggles and the things that she goes through. I get why they're upset and they're angry. I understand it but I don't know how to fix it. It's what the majority of the men said. Okay, what is this, Kim said, would you say that society, hold on, let me pop this up. Would you say that society has played a part in the angry black woman because just keeping keeping it real, we have to work harder to prove ourselves and that can just be as good as them. Okay, I can agree with you on that, Kim. I can one hundred percent agree with you. It goes back to um, the fact that preconceived notion of the angry black woman. We 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 already go in with that preconceived notion and having to deal with and fight that battle of that we're seen as the angry black woman. No matter what we do, we can just lightly express our emotion, our opinion or something. And they'd be like, whoa, why are you getting mad? Why are you so angry? That pisses me off. I deal with it a lot of times. and I'll be like, I'm not angry. And I get tired of trying to tell people I'm not angry. Like, why are you saying I'm angry? I'm not angry. I'm just expressing myself just like everybody else. So, yes, I can agree that society has played a part in the angry black woman. However, society developed that opinion of the angry black woman based on the things that we do and we say. So it's difficult to just blame society. It goes back to accepting accountability. Think about it. I mean, let's, let's think about all of these reality TV shows that we got with, with, with black women on them. Think about how we are perceived on those shows. We're always angry and fighting and arguing and cussing people out and going to blows and all of this. And then we wonder why society perceives us as angry. Look at the examples that are set out for us in, in society. There's more negative examples. You hear what well, I won't say there's more negative. You hear more about the negative examples than you see the positive ones. So yes, society does play a part. And yes, it does make it difficult for us because we have to prove ourselves more so than other people because we have to fight against that stereotype just so we can voice our opinion in the workplace or even in relationships. We have to fight against that stereotype. But at the same thing, at the same time, what examples are we setting? Look at the examples that, that, that are on social media and that are out there. Of the black woman. Let's let's, let's be honest. The examples that society sees are not positive ones. So can we really blame society for how the black women are viewed? Is it really society's fault or is it our fault? Because we set the tone. We're setting the tone. We're letting them see us. We're setting the tone. So can we blame them? Let's let's be honest. Look at the examples. Look at social media. Look at reality TV. Look at those different things. Those examples that are being set. They're not positive ones. And that's the reason why I tell people all the time, I do not watch reality TV. I do not like the examples that are being set of black women on reality TV. Always cussing, fighting, arguing, throwing chairs, getting upset, cheating, trying to steal somebody's man. You know, all of this. That's not a positive, positive example to be set. Does it make for great reality TV? Yes. And we all tune into it. Y'all be tuning in and talking about it. But then at the same time, we question why society sees us the way they see us. Can we really question? Look at the examples that are being put forth. Yes. Yes. And it's, it's not just you're right. It's not just black women, white women. Yes. Have the same issues as well. One hundred percent. Yes. And and yes, throw a stone and play victim. Yes. In the whole situation, you're one hundred percent. Yes. Correct. And let me pop that uh that comment up. Hold on. Yes, I 100 percent. White women do it, too. But I always throw the stone and play victim. So it has never been brought to the light until this whole Karen situation. You, you're 100 percent true. Yeah. But think about it, even with these Karens, with the white women. And, and then I'm going to go back to uh, in, in, in in, a personal relationship. But if you think about it, because society already has that negative stigma, uh, uh, negative picture of black people, period. It's so easy for them to play victim. It's so easy. Okay, Kim, yes, I can agree with you that it does. It does go way back. But here's my stance. Here's my stance on that. Here's my stance, because I hear that a lot. I hear that so many times. And and I'm going to pop that up too. And I, I hear that a lot from women that they that because of the things that we go we've gone through and in the history of the black woman the history of black people period and all of those different things that have led up to where we are today play a part in why we're angry and those different things and why society has made us angry and 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 i 100 percent agree with you and i understand But here's my question. Here's my question. And this is just my perspective. How long are we going to use that as an excuse? Because those things happened a long time ago. We're talking about changing the perception of the angry black woman today. We can't go back in time and change what happened to our ancestors. We can't change those things that have happened in the past. The only thing that we can affect is the future. And so we can't keep focusing on the past. We have to move forward and we have to work together because if we want to change the perspective, we can't go back and change what happened in the past, the perspective of how people saw us or our ancestors in the past. The only thing we can change is how people see us now. So we can't hold on to that and use that as an excuse to be bitter or to be angry or to have hostility. We can't. We have to let it go and say, yes, I get it. I understand. I see it. Yes, society got us here. I understand how the things that happened to us in the past played a major part in getting Black women to where we are today and how we are viewed. 100% agree. Agree with you. But my question is, how do we change it? How do we move forward? Because we can't change. We can't go back and change what happened in the past. We can't change that perspective. The only perspective we can change is that forward and how people see black women moving forward and if we continue to be angry about things that happened in the past we can't see and show them that we're not angry going into the future so I get it not dismissing what has happened we cannot dismiss how we got here cannot dismiss it it plays a part a major part in who black women are today why we are the strong confident women that we are today played a major part into it, but we can't harbor that emotional bitterness over it. It's time to let it go. And if we want society to see us in a different light, then we have to change their perspective. We are the only ones that can change their perspective. We can't happen. We can't change what happened in the past. Yes, they do control the narrative that is showed on the, on the TV. But guess what? We have to be willing to participate. They may control the narrative. You 100 percent. They decide what airs and what doesn't air. But does that mean we have to participate? Does not We don't have to participate. So we can't blame the TV show either. We can't blame reality TV. We can't. Because as a black woman, we had the right or whoever that black woman is on that TV show had the right to say, no, I am not going to allow you to show me in that light. But what happens is what we get paid that money and they say, hey, get on there and act a fool. And we get on there and act a fool so we can get paid. Whose fault is that? Is it the TV show or is it that black woman who decided to get on there and act a fool to be played, to be paid? The, but, but society can't hold the past over our heads, Kim, unless we allow them. People can only do to you what you allow them to do. Oh, they can only do what you allow them to do. We have to change the narrative. We have to let go of and, and stop worrying about what they think and let's change their perspective. Let me change your perspective. I, I Let's forget about what you thought about me in the past. I want you to see me in a different light. And the only way that we can change that is to move forward and band together and show them something different. So for us to keep going back and forth and say, hey, yeah, I may be, but you did this and you did that. All that back and forth. We're not going to get anywhere. Pointing fingers, we're not going to get anywhere. Somebody has to take accountability. And I feel like as a black woman, why can't we step up? If we want people to see us different, let's step up and take accountability for it. Let's say, okay, I agree. Society had a part. So and so had a part. All of these people had a part. Those folks that jumped on reality TV and said, hey, I'm going to allow myself to be shown in this negative light and I'm going to act a fool, play a part. But let's say, you know what? I'm going to show something different. Let me show them something different. We're the only ones that can change that perception. I'm not saying that I disagree because I do understand and I see your point. I see it. But what I'm saying is, let's be accountable and change the perspective. I want to change the perspective. And please believe this is just my perspective. Now, y'all may or may not agree. This is just my opinion and my perspective on it. I want to change society's viewpoint of the black woman. And the only way we can change that perspective is to come together and, and show them something different. Show them something different. And we tend to promote those things that we see on reality TV that that shows us in in a bad light. Like we share it on Facebook, social media, like we spread it out. Girl, did you see someone so got into an argument? They fight, they argue. We spread it. But then at the same time, question why we're seen in the light that we're seen. So red wine conversations like true reflection is about let's let's stop pointing fingers it's because it's always easy to point the finger at someone else but can you point the finger back at yourself and say okay can let me take accountability what can i do what can i do to change that perspective i can agree with all the things that have happened in the past but what can i do to change that perspective moving forward and i think that's in from a professional standpoint well even in a relationship that's the only way that we're going to change how people view the black woman. Because to be honest, from what I've asked of the black men and got their perspective on on the uh, black woman or the angry black woman, the majority of the men that I talked to understood the plight of the black woman and why black women are so angry. They understood it, which I was surprised. They understood. They just didn't know how to fix it. They didn't know what it was that the black woman needed from the black man to fix it. They didn't understand, but they all agreed. Well, they didn't understand how to fix it, but they all agreed that they understood the plight of the the black woman. They got it. The other thing that I heard, like I I heard some different things from um, black women though, when I asked, because the majority of it was that they felt that black women in a relationship are misunderstood that black men don't take our, our, our feelings and our emotions into consideration. And that the reason why they are turning to women of other, Races is because women of other races are more submissive and they can dominate those women and they know they can't do that to a black woman and all of those different things. And what I, what I realized. And so I even asked when I got that, that, you know, that, when I said, so is that really, and this was my question. I asked this a lot, especially when I get that generalized statement about men, especially black men is, Is it true that black men are going to women of other races because they are submissive and they can be dominated? Or is that just the excuse that black women tell themselves to feel better about the fact that our black men are with women of other races? And so when I poised, when I posed that question to her, she said, No, men have told me that. I've got this from men. And I said, So you've had men to tell you that. And so she said, Well, one man told me that. One man told me that. So you can't take a statement from one man and apply it across the board in general to all. And we have a tendency to do that. We'll have an experience, on, especially if it's a negative experience with one man and, and to justify because we don't want to maybe accept the fact that maybe we did play a little bit of a part in it. So it's easier to blame him than it is to blame us. Okay, I'm just, I'm just, and so we tell ourselves, yeah, that's the reason. That's the reason why. Because it makes us feel a bit good about ourselves but is it really true? Is that really the truth? Or is that just what we're telling ourselves to make ourselves feel better about the situation? Because when I asked the black men, they understood the plight of the black woman. But if you ask the black woman, black men didn't have a clue. They didn't understand our struggle. They didn't understand what we go through. They didn't understand why she was angry. And so here was the question I have asked uh, what you say. I heard several black men say it, but at the same time, we lucked out losing them. Okay, but here's okay, But here's my question to you, Kay, and even to, to the other lady. If you had a black man that said to you, I date a woman of another race because I know that I can dominate her. Is that really somebody that you really wanted to be in a relationship with? Is that somebody that we should really be upset over the fact that he went to another woman? Let's think about that. If that's your reason for dating another, uh, another race so that you can be dominant over her. Is that really a positive thing? Is that somebody that somebody that we would really even want a relationship with? So again, I can't group other men into that category because if you told me that as a man and that's your reason for dating a woman of another race, you ain't nobody I want to date anyway. Because you're, you want to be in control. I don't want to date you no way. So I'm not even worried about you. So again, we have to take that excuse off the table. Is that somebody we would want to be with? I don't want to be with you. So we have to look at it from that perspective. So if you had a man say that to you, and if that was his real reason that he went, we lucked out that we didn't get them. You're right, they, they, we we missed. I'm glad I missed that. Who, take that on over there. But but what, and y'all got me. I jumped off, I read that comment and I went on to another subject. What did Charles say? Let's face it, some of these brothers, hold on. Let's face it, some of these brothers that have crossed over to that side, um, many of us wouldn't want them anyway. Well, absolutely. I mean, it, it, now here's the thing: you can't fault the brother just because he decided to. You, you can't help who you love. I'm sorry. I, I, one hundred percent, I do not date outside my race. That's a personal choice. Um, simply because I have yet to find someone outside of my race that I was physically attracted to. It's not about them being white, black, green, yellow, or whatever. It's just that I haven't found myself physically attracted to someone of another race. I I am, I'm typically attracted to my brothers. Can I step back and say that someone of another race that looks good, he fine? Yes, I can say it. I can, but I just it's a personal choice i i have yet find to find someone that i'm physically attracted to that was of a different race so i can't i mean i typically don't date outside my race but just because somebody chose to date outside their race i can't say that that makes him off limits to me he he went because that person showed him what he was looking for and i i can't necessarily say that just because a black man is with a white woman or or a, a woman of another race is because they didn't want to deal with the black woman. It, how come it can't be because they met someone that they f- fell in love just so happened to be of a different race? And so I can't hold that against them if that was their reasoning for dating that person. Like more power to you. Love is love. We can't help who we love. So I I, I can't I can't really say that. So even if he did cross over and date, and a lot of men are like that, they're open. But here's, here's what I, and here's my question. I posed though to those men uh, who said that they understood the plight and they, they, they listed the reasons why women felt the way that they felt and they understood. But here's my question. Here's my question again. And trust me, even from a personal standpoint, I have been seen as the angry black woman, even in my relationships Even in my relationships with my children, I can be honest and and, and, and admit that. And I had to take a step back and say, yeah, I can see it. And I had to ask myself this question because here was the thing. I could 100% understand why I was bitter and I was angry. I dealt with things as 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 women we take on and we deal with we're the support people we 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 take care of folks like we handle business we we take on other people's issues we solve their problems we we do all of these things but we're not always appreciated for the things that we do and then we become and and I can honestly say I felt like I was not appreciated for the things that I did for my loved ones and because I, fe- I didn't feel like I was appreciated, that caused me to become bitter and angry. And going back to that definition, I showed annoyance and hostility towards certain situations because I was frustrated and I was bitter and angry over not being appreciated for all of the things that I did for my family. Okay, And so that was why I was so angry and I was so bitter. And so I had, and then what used to make me so upset when somebody would call me bitter and angry or the kids would would, would say, oh, mama, you so angry. Why are you so angry? And I'd be like, oh, because y'all getting on my fucking nerves. That's why I'm angry. Y'all don't see why I'm angry? And that would make me angry because people would question me. Why are you so angry? Okay. And I had to take a step back because remember this show is about self-reflection and I'm sharing with y'all my journey. Okay. And this was a tough journey because when I decided to leave my husband, I left my family. I had to take a step back and find Karen. And that was not a difficult, I mean, not an easy process to do. It was a very difficult journey that I took myself on. But as I was going on that journey of reflection, I had to step back and think, I understood why I was bitter and I was angry. But does that mean that I was justified in taking that bitterness and that anger out on my loved ones? Okay, now think about that. I 100% agreed I was justified in being bitter and angry. I knew why I was bitter and angry. But was it fair for me to take that bitterness and that anger out on my loved ones? Even if in my mind, the reason why I was bitter and angry was their fault. That was my perception. But if I'm being really honest, the majority of the things that I did No one asked me to do. No one asked me to do it. I did it because I knew if I didn't do it or I felt like if I didn't do it, nobody else was going to do it. So I made the decision to do it. I made the choice to do it. Is it fair for me to blame them for not being appreciative of something that I chose to do that they didn't ask for? See what I'm saying? I 100% agree. Yes, we all want to. We all want to feel appreciated. We all want to feel appreciated. 100%. Everybody in everything that we do, everything that we do, everything that we do. But sometimes we get upset, and I and I had again, and I've said this before on the show. I used to be upset that people never took how I felt into consideration. I never felt like my family ever considered how I felt, but at the same time, I never expressed how I felt. So is it right for me to become bitter and angry or to show that anger to that person because that's how I felt? A lot of times we use that as an excuse. Oh, y'all make me feel that way. So this is how I'm going to show y'all. But at the same time, We get upset when people label us as bitter and angry. So that has to go back to how do you want those people to perceive you? I'm not dismissing and we cannot dismiss feeling unappreciated or feeling or or the fact that that person made us feel that type of way. I'm not saying to dismiss how we feel. What I'm saying is is it fair to just take that anger and sometimes we just be and 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 what if it's we still bitter and angry over a lot of times we still bitter and angry over other other things that have absolutely nothing to do with the person that we're taking our anger and our hostility out oh it's not has nothing to do with them but they bear the brunt of our anger because we're bitter and we're angry and so I, I have to say, can you take a step back? And this is and this is what I find and see, and I see what is the middle ground. Uh, yes, you have to express otherwise. Yes, Terry, you have to express your feelings otherwise they don't know. But if you express how you feel, then you then you still angry. But here's the thing, here's the thing. Yes, it's all in the delivery. I was about to say that Monique, thank you. A lot of times it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And then the other thing is a lot of times and this is something I had to I had to 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 grasp. Just because you feel a certain type of way doesn't mean the other person sees and understands why you feel that way. And you can't be mad at them because they don't understand why you're so angry and why you're so upset because they perceive it differently than the way you do. I used to do that, too, and I would get even more angry because I don't understand why you don't see my perspective. I don't understand why you don't why you don't see what it is that I'm telling you. And they're like, because I'm not perceiving it that way. It's all about the person's perspective. It's all about the person's perspective. And the only way to change it is to take a look, a a step back and can you be open and honest and say, okay, I can see that perspective. I can see. And a lot of time as women, we don't want to see, we don't want to hear it, especially if we are angry and we're upset or we're emotional we do not want to see or hear that other person's perspective but can we take a step back and say you know what okay i can see it i can see what they they what they mean by that i can understand why they perceived me that way so even in even in your relationships can you take a step back when you see the the you know that guy can can you say hey okay I understand now why that person perceived me or why he felt the way he felt, why he said the things that he said. I get it because ladies, men are never going to understand our emotional feelings and other women. When, when it comes, when it's one black woman to black woman, or woman to woman, either way, a lot of times, because we're set in our perspective, it's difficult to even Communicate or be open to the other or person's perspective Or to even say hey, I don't understand why like I don't get why you're perceiving it That way and because they're angry. They're not listening. They don't they don't get it So a lot of times we want it, to it's easy again. This this is about self-reflection. It's really easy to say Okay, but they did They said He did. She said, this is about self-reflection. Can you take a step back and say, yeah, I did. Can I be honest with myself? This is not about changing them. This is about taking a look and being understanding and being honest and truthful about How people see you, because as black women, we complain about it all the time and we get tired of being seen as that angry black woman. But the only person that can change that perspective, whether it be in our professional life, or our personal life, the only person that can change that perspective is us. And can you stay take a step back and really be honest on why people perceive you that way? Can you have an understanding? And I'm not saying, and this is not saying, oh, everybody is right. The other people are right. I'm not saying they're right. I'm saying, can you take a step back and be honest with yourself that you can see their perspective? Oh, my goodness. We're over an hour. Y'all, I just been on here talking been talking. My voice is about gone. And I feel like I didn't even get into the the personal uh, side of it because ladies, men do understand. They do understand, but they don't know how to fix it. And here's the thing that goes back to, uh, again, I was angry because people never, I felt like people never uh, took how I felt into consideration, but I was never expressing how I felt. So you can't be angry. Take a step back. Are you really expressing how you're feeling to him? And Because a lot of times he may be struggling with trying to figure now. And I'm not saying that the guys ain't right, because you know, are all um, right, because there are some men definitely who play a role in making us angry. It, it, I 100 percent say that. But this is about if this is something that you've dealt with all your life and you've heard people label you as that angry black woman and that's something you've dealt with can you take a step back and understand and be honest and say okay i can kind of see that that perspective (laughs) make this a three-part series instead of a two i've got well you know what i may have to branch that out because i do want to do um, I, I really wanted to have the fellas on tonight and give the male perspective of the angry black woman. And then I want to have um, the female response um, to that. So it, it may end up being a, a three part series. Cause I decided tonight I would come on and I would just share cause this tonight, this is my perspective. This is something that I learned as I went through my journey of self reflection and, um, Uh, You'll be back for the next one, Rick. Yes, Rick be back in the house for the next one. But I wanted like, this this is not a right or wrong. This is about sharing my journey and sharing my perspective and sharing my viewpoint in hopes that maybe, you know, whoever's listening can take a step back and say, okay, I haven't thought about it from that viewpoint. I haven't thought about it that way. Let me, okay, let me see if I can see What what Karen is talking about? Let me see if I can see myself from that perspective and be open to the fact, okay, can I be really honest? You know, and do I come across as bitter, angry, hostile? Like, can I be honest with myself? Would love to have a male talk on this. Yes, I'm definitely going to get the male perspective on this. The men that I had contacted uh, had other things that was going on. And so that's the reason why I decided to just come on on here and and just kind (laughs) of chit chat myself. But look, we, we we... We're going to have. Yes, I'm going to. And fellas, if any of you guys are out there and you listening and you would like to be a part of the male show and come out here and join me on the patio and share your perspective on the angry black female, because I 100 percent would love to have it. Because I think a lot of times as a woman, as women, we think we know what men think. And a lot of times what we think they think is not true. It's again, that goes back to, is it really something to, and that's how they feel or is that what we told ourselves to make ourselves feel better about ourselves? So I, I would love to um, to have the fellas come on and give their male perspective on uh, the angry black woman and then have, yes, yes, LA, I would love for you to come on. I would love to have your perspective, please. You, you figure out what Friday you are available and I will make sure that we have that male perspective show. Um, so that you can be on there because I would love to have you and rick and and a couple of the other guys come on and share your perspective Because this is about being open to a different Viewpoint and a lot of times We want to shut down the other person's perspective because we don't agree and be like no I don't care what you say. I disagree. I disagree Well, we got to stop disagreeing and being open to others perspectives because that's how we grow and that's how we learn and that's how we make things change and if we want to be seen differently and we want to make a change that starts with us we're the only person that can make that change but anyway Thank you guys for tuning in again tonight. I'm a horse. I done been on here talking to y'all for an hour. I can't believe it. I talked about myself for a whole hour. But thank y'all for tuning in. We will be back next week. I don't know if I'm going to have the fellas or the ladies. One or the other next Friday, we'll be streaming from the patio. I don't know if it's going to be Girl Talk. or to be another Red Ryan Conversations. But please be sure that y'all tune in. And hey, if you feel like this show is something that, um, uh, that, other people may enjoy seeing or hearing, please like, share or whatever Red Wine Conversations because I I wanna reach as many people like, if if, if, I wanna reach out to those folks that that think that they may wanna hear this message because this is about personal growth through self-reflection because a lot of times we don't see ourselves the way other people see us and we're quick to say, no, that's not who I am. But if you've been being told this all your life and I had to be honest about that, like I hear this from everybody, all my life. If I'm, the only common denominator is me. So, but anyway, y'all, thank you for tuning in. Yes. Good night, Terry. I'm glad y'all love the show. Please like and share the show. What? Hey, good night. Thank you guys for tuning in.